September 13th, Memorial of St. John Chrysostom, Bishop and Doctor of the Church. St. John Chrysostom was born at Antioch about the year 349. After an extensive education, he embraced a life of asceticism. He was ordained a priest and distinguished himself by his preaching, which achieved great spiritual results among his hearers. He was elected Bishop of Constantinople in 397 and proved himself a capable pastor committed to reforming the life of the clergy and the faithful. Twice he was forced into exile by the hatred of the imperial court and the envy of his enemies. After he had completed his difficult labors, he died at Comana in Pontus on September 14, 407. His preaching and writing explained Catholic doctrine and presented the ideal Christian life. For this reason he is called Chrysostom, or Golden Mouth. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The earth is full of the goodness of Christ. He feeds his lambs and guards his sheep. He walks abroad as the shepherd of souls and gathers all into his keep. We know the voice of our pastor, the Lord. He calls our names eternally. Our hearts rejoice at the words that he speaks, and I know mine, and mine know me. When danger comes, all the hirelings will flee, but Christ remains to guard our sleep. When evil comes, the good shepherd of souls lays down his life to save his sheep. We shall not want, for our pastor is Christ. He makes us lie in fields of grace. Where shorn of sin and refreshed by his love, we gaze in prayer upon his face. If anyone wishes to be first... He must become the last and the servant of all. O Lord, your strength gives joy to the King. How your saving help makes him glad. You have granted him his heart's desire. You have not refused the prayer of his lips. You came to meet him with the blessings of success. You have set on his head a crown of pure gold. He asked you for life, and this you have given, days that will last from age to age. Your saving help has given him glory. You have laid upon him majesty and splendor. You have granted your blessings to him forever. You have made him rejoice with the joy of your presence. The king has put his trust in the Lord. Through the mercy of the Most High, he shall stand firm. O Lord, arise in your strength. We shall sing and praise your power. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. If anyone wishes to be first, he must become the last and the servant of all. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to make music to your name, O Most High, to proclaim your love in the morning and your truth in the watches of the night, on the ten-stringed lyre and the lute, with the murmuring sound of the harp. Your deeds, O Lord, have made me glad, for the work of your hands I shout with joy. O Lord, how great are your works, how deep are your designs. The foolish man cannot know this, and the fool cannot understand. Though the wicked spring up like grass, and all who do evil thrive, they are doomed to be eternally destroyed. But you, Lord, are eternally on high. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. When the Prince of Pastors comes again, you will receive from him an unfading crown of glory. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. See how your enemies perish, 
All doers of evil are scattered. To me you give the wild ox's strength, you anoint me with the purest oil. My eyes looked in triumph on my foes, my ears heard gladly of their fall. The just will flourish like the palm tree and grow like a Lebanon cedar. Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. Still bearing fruit when they are old, still full of sap, still green, to proclaim that the Lord is just. In him, my rock, there is no wrong. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. My good and faithful servant, come and share your master's joy. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the letter of the Apostle Paul to Titus. The bishop, as God's steward, must be blameless. He may not be self-willed or arrogant, a drunkard, a violent or greedy man. He should, on the contrary, be hospitable and a lover of goodness, steady, just, holy, and self-controlled. In his teaching he must hold fast to the authentic message, so that he will be able to both encourage men to follow sound doctrine and to refute those who contradict it. There are many irresponsible teachers, especially from among the Jewish converts, men who are empty talkers and deceivers. These must be silenced. They are upsetting whole families by teaching things they have no right to teach, and all for sordid gain. As for yourself, let your speech be consistent with sound doctrine. Tell the older men that they must be temperate, serious-minded, and self-controlled, likewise sound in the faith, loving, and steadfast. Similarly, the older women must behave in ways that befit those who belong to God. They must not be slanderous gossips or slaves to drink. By their good example, they must teach the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be sensible, chaste, busy at home, kindly, submissive to their husbands. Thus the word of God will not fall into disrepute. Tell the young men to keep themselves completely under control, nor may you yourself fail to set them good example. Your teaching must have the integrity of serious, sound words to which no one can take exception. If it does, no opponent will be able to find anything bad to say about us, and hostility will yield to shame. You must have at heart every member of the flock, for the Holy Spirit has made you their shepherds. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. The great quality of a steward is to be faithful to his duty. You must rule over the church of God which he made his own through the blood of his Son. A reading from a homily by St. John Chrysostom, Bishop. The waters have risen and severe storms are upon us, but we do not fear drowning, for we stand firmly upon a rock. Let the sea rage, it cannot break the rock. Let the waves rise, they cannot sink the boat of Jesus. What are we to fear? Death? Life to me means Christ and death is gain. Exile? The earth and its fullness belong to the Lord. The confiscation of our goods? We brought nothing into this world, and we shall surely take nothing from it. I have only contempt for the world's threats. I find its blessings laughable. I have no fear of poverty, no desire for wealth. I am not afraid of death, nor do I long to live, except for your good. I concentrate, therefore, on the present situation, and I urge you, my friends, to have confidence. Do you not hear the Lord saying, Where two or three are gathered in my name, there am I in their midst? 
Will he be absent then, when so many people united in love are gathered together? I have his promise. I am surely not going to rely on my own strength. I have what he has written. That is my staff, my security, my peaceful harbor. Let the world be in upheaval. I hold to his promise and read his message. That is my protecting wall and garrison. What message? Know that I am with you always, until the end of the world. If Christ is with me, whom shall I fear? Though the waves and the sea and the anger of princes are roused against me, they are less to me than a spider's web. Indeed, unless you, my brothers, had detained me, I would have left this very day. For I always say, Lord, your will be done, not what this fellow or that would have me to do, but what you want me to do. That is my strong tower, my immovable rock, my staff that never gives way. If God wants something, let it be done. If he wants me to stay here, I am grateful. But wherever he wants me to be, I am no less grateful. Yet where I am, there you are too, and where you are, I am. For we are a single body, and the body cannot be separated from the head, nor the head from the body. Distance separates us, but love unites us, and death itself cannot divide us. For though my body die, my soul will live and be mindful of my people. You are my fellow citizens, my fathers, my brothers, my sons, my limbs, my body. You are my light, sweeter to me than visible light. For what can the rays of the sun bestow on me that is comparable to your love? The sun's light is useful in my earthly life, but your love is fashioning a crown for me in the life to come. Because I preach the gospel, I suffer hardships, even to the point of being thrown into chains like a criminal, but the word of God is not chained. I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? I endure all of this for the sake of the chosen. Let us pray. Father, the strength of all who trust in you, you made John Chrysostom renowned for his eloquence and heroic in his sufferings. May we learn from his teaching and gain courage from his patient endurance. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us praise the Lord and give him thanks. Join us over on our YouTube channel Sundays at 5 p.m. Eastern for our weekly rosary. The link can be found in the podcast description above.